and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, I have an awesome on fire guest today by the name of Genesis Amaris Kemp, and she is going to talk to us and motivate us in ways that we didn't know possible. So guys, let's take a moment out for a sponsor and I'll be right back with Genesis. So guys, like I was saying, I have Genesis Amaris Kemp and I know I've been bringing you guys, but you guys keep asking for so much and I am so happy to bring it to you. And she is all about empowerment and helping and helping everyone make a change. So Genesis, please introduce yourself to my listeners. Hey everyone, it's Genesis Amaris Kemp coming to you straight out of the H, known as H-Town. I am so excited to be here with you all today and I'm going to be sharing some motivational nuggets as well as some inspiration, encouragement to get you over that hump and hurdle that you may be enduring. So fasten your seatbelts and let's go on this journey together. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So what made you say, okay, motivation is where it's at? Because we hear everybody's like, oh, I'm a motivational speaker. You can like turn a corner and find a motivational speaker. So, so many people like to coin the term motivation speaker, but then whenever you look at their profiles uh, on social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, okay, you're scrolling and you're like, well, that wasn't too motivational. So with me, um, I am what you get. So like, I'm going to be my authentic self. And if I'm not motivating myself, that means I'm not motivating someone else. So what really did it for me was just the authenticity um, behind it and just being true to myself and just giving the people what they need. Because like right now we're living in um, times of uncertainty where we're battling social unrest, um, racial injustice, we're battling um, people not knowing who they are. And so many things um, in the world right now are up in chaos and just blowing up in fumes. And I was like, people need a glimpse of hope and people need someone that is willing to be that ray of light. So be that sunshine, that sunshine in their darkness. So that's why I, I coined myself, okay, I'm just going to motivate people and I'm going to be my bubbly self, even though people get pissed and annoyed. So now, um, now that I have my book out, you can't tell me squat because I get to do what I love um, on the side of my nine to five until (laughs) some doors are open and I get to help other people. So that's kind of it in a long, in a nutshell, kind of a little long winded. (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome. That is so awesome. Okay, so you have a book. What's the name of your book? So my book is called Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Okay, so what made you say, okay, I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to write this book, like, and, and, and actually follow through because, you know, we always hear, again, I hate to say it, but we always hear people talking about it and not doing it. So what made you say, okay, I'm doing this. I'm going through with this. 
Well, for one, actions speak louder than words. And then two, it wasn't just about me, but it was about the younger person that's coming besides and behind me and really paving a way for future generations to come. So a lot of times in my industry in the oil and gas field it's a lot of the good old boy club it's those vanilla drops and you really don't see a lot of representation of the chocolate drops and um people that look like me in high-ranking positions so i wanted to give um hope to the next chocolate drop that's coming up to let them know that you can be what you want to be you don't have to face the um face or endure the limitations that other people place on you and corporate america you can make it what it is if it's your path and your calling and i just also got tired of hearing so many people in my industry they talk about the things that you know it's not going right they talk about how other people have treated them unfairly but whenever it comes time to stand up in solidarity and talk about it in an erg setting which is an employee resource group or to management they shy away and they want you to be the forefront but no one wants to back you so i was like you know what i'm kind of done with with the with the bs i'm just going to put my book out there and i'm going to do it for me and those that look like me as well as those who don't look like me who have been slighted in the workforce because I was like this is real ish like so many people who are going through the same thing I went through but no one is really vocalizing it because they're so afraid of what people are going to think of them they're afraid of losing their job they're afraid for various other reasons. And I'm like, okay, if you wanna do something, you have to do it unapologetically and be true to who you are. And so that's where I rose up and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be true to myself. I'm gonna put this book out because if I don't, I'm doing myself a disservice as well as others that are coming besides and behind me. So it's a movement I like to tell people that I'm starting. That is awesome, that is awesome. I think. And, and what you're talking about actually speaks to why it took the Me Too movement so long to rise up. I mean, we're still finding that there are people that things were going on with them for years and they just did, felt that they didn't have the voice to say anything. So I, I, I love this. I love this. So, Okay. You have been writing, you have been, you know, what else are you really getting into? I've been featured in, I think, two magazines now, the Voyage Dallas magazine. I've also been in Pretty Woman Hustle. I am, I think there's another one that I'm supposed to do, Scars of Survival, but I'm not really sure about that one. And I've been featured in Aspiring Authors Magazine. My goal is to do 29 podcasts. That's my minimum by the end of the year. The reason why I picked 29 is because I turned 29 this year. So I was like, okay, let me use that as my minimum. I want to also go on 
to teach at a corporate um, level where I'm teaching about equality, equity, inclusion, and diversity and what it, what it really means and what it looks like. And not just to your white shareholders or the people that are funding you, but also to those who are minorities that they aren't, aren't just a number to the corporation. They're not just a box to check on your application or anything like that but that they also need career development too. They need to have a seat at the table. They need to be heard. They need to um, really be seen and not just for the color of their skin, but for their assets and their skills that they bring to the corporation. And then I also want to take it into a school sector too, because I feel like if you're not training up a child the way that he or she should go, then where are they going to be 10 years from now whenever they graduate from high school? Where are they going to be 20 years from now? Because a lot of time, we spend the majority of our time at work or school, and we are, you know, we're facing so many issues, and I think those issues come from the things that we learn and a product of our environment. So those are some things that um, I have going on, some things that I want to um, start to do. And then my ultimate goal <laughs> is to work on leaving my nine to five and really being my brand full time and doing what makes me happy and being that true change. Wow. Okay. So you talked about having a seat at the table. What does having a seat at the table look like for you? Having a seat at the table for me um, in the oil and gas sector, which is where I work now, is to not just be at the table, but also to be heard. Like whenever I give my input, I want my suggestions to be taken into account. I don't want my suggestions to be taken into account after a white coworker validates the same exact thing that I say, and then you run with their idea because of the color of their skin. I also want to be respected for my intelligence and not just for the way the way that I look, whether I'm a young, nice looking African American woman or chocolate drop. And having a seat at the table is a collaborative thing, not just um, to have me there just to say, oh yeah, we included the black girl or we included the African American, but really take ownership as a team collectively and do some really um, good teamwork and deep dive beyond the surface level. To me, I think that's important when you have a seat at the table. Also, having a seat at the table should give you the ability to influence and make change in my, in my eyes. Nice, nice. Now, you also spoke about doing this for children and, 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 and going into schools. How do you suggest we start this? How do you suggest we start this conversation and at what age? I think this should be started in elementary and there's ways that you can break it down to where elementary children can understand. And the reason why I say elementary is because you should definitely mold a child while they're young because whenever they get to their teenage um, teenager stage, they're going to have so many um, voices fight, fighting for their attention and there's going to be a lot of conflict of interest because they're still 
um, they're going to be going through the phase where they're trying to figure out who they are, there's going to be peer pressure and etc. But if you plant the seed at a at a young age and you lay down that foundation, then when they get older, they may depart for a little bit, they may go down a zigzag slope, but they're going to come back to it because they know that foundation was rooted in them. And how you go about doing that is partnering with different schools, partnering with different nonprofits that that are in the educational realm, and then also putting your statement out outside there. And a lot of times I, I feel like if you're passionate about something, then the opportunities will come because people see that you're doing it authentically. People see that you're running with, the, with your passion and you're fueling your purpose. And then another thing I would say is don't be afraid to go out there and ask for what you want and make it known. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, you also spoke about, you know, when it's time to speak up, people always want that one person to be the voice instead of speaking up themselves. How do, how would you say someone can convince, whether it be their coworkers, whether it be a group of people, but in other words, Everyone is in this together. Everyone is having the same plight. How do they begin to have this conversation that, hey, I shouldn't be the only voice. I shouldn't be the only one talking about this. You could start by telling that individual, like, if you don't speak up for it, then how do you expect to see the change that you want to see? Also, if you don't speak up, if you don't speak up about your situation or speak up with others, then there's not going to be any power because people like to say there's power in numbers because people want to see metrics. And there, if one person says it, they're going to be like, oh, okay, that's just Brittany or, or Bob or Monique or, or whatever. But if Monique, Sue, Susie, Susie, John, um, Tom, Dick, Harry, and everyone speaks up, then they're going to be like, okay, we actually have a problem. There's a big mass of people. And I also want to tell people, you, you can't let fear, false evidence appearing real, grip you to the point where where you're silenced and you feel like you don't matter. And then you take home that negative energy to your family because that's not doing you any good. You're not going to sleep good at, at night. You're not going to have the holistic benefit. Your health is going to be decli declining because you're so worried about, about your job, you're unhappy and et cetera. And I think that is also going to play a lot into into it and you're not going to be able to be your full and productive self so you should um definitely approach the people who are afraid to speak up with the pros as well as the cons and you should let them know that someone fought for 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 you to be where you are if you're a minority because if no one went before us then where would we be today and then two if if you're not going to speak up, then you're just letting the people who lost their lives fighting for you and fighting for equality and justice to, um, to die in vain because you're not even willing to carry the torch to help someone else. But you're willing to, to sit at the table and just be there for yourself, but you're not even thinking about the holistic, um, the holistic view or the overview of the situation. Does that make sense? It makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. It makes a whole lot of sense. Wow, Genesis. I mean, you're like <laughs> on fire. I love this. I love this. You're like, yeah, I'm just like, you know, I want to be bubbly. But you are, girl, you are on fire. I mean, guys, I am just listening and I'm in awe. She's just like, yeah, no, this is what it has to be. And, and this is the way it's going. You are on 
fire, girl. Keep it up. Oh my gosh. So she said she was going to take us on a journey and she really is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. So what is in the works for Miss Genesis? Like what is other than, yeah, you want to quit your nine to five. You've written this book. What is, what is really in the works for Miss Genesis? I would love to have my book turned into a movie because I think that this would be a really good thing to be seen on the screen. And the reason why I say that is because some people aren't readers and I want to make sure my message gets out there to every and anyone. And I feel like with a movie, with the book, that will be able to draw in more people. And I definitely feel like there is a tribe out there and I really want to spread this message across the U.S. as well as internationally. So I'm just praying and hoping that, you know, someone will come approach me about turning the book into a film. But then I'm also, you know, doing my due, due diligence and planting the seeds, letting people know, hey, I'm interested in, you know, collaborating with them, whether they're a screenwriter, a film producer or whatever, because you never know who knows who. And so I also want to encourage people, the power of network networking is real and it is very important to network with people because you never know where your blessings lie but also networking with people do it intentionally and I think networking um, should be mutually beneficial it's definitely a two-way street and you shouldn't just do it just to get something out of it but you should do it to make sure that other person's getting something out of it just like you are right right and I think I think we always overlook the importance of networking, even even what we can do for ourselves, but like we we overlook it. So, how would you suggest that someone start, especially when they are, let's say, apprehensive? Because I don't want to use the word fearful, but in other words, they need this networking. How do you suggest they begin? Where do they begin looking? Let Let's say you're talking to the stay-at-home mom who's looking really to start a business or start something going or looking to get into the workforce for the first time in years? So you could definitely, if it's a stay-at-home mom, you could definitely start by your community. So in your neighborhood, there's um, some neighborhoods have this site called nextdoor.com where you could post things and then post things in your neighborhood as well as those surrounding neighborhoods in your area can um, chime in and comment. I would also say it's good to network with areas that you are passionate about. So like if you are an avid reader, join some reader groups and you can um, do some informal networking. If you are a writer, join some writing clubs or start um, participating in certain symposiums or whatever the case may be. That's also a form of networking because you're putting yourself out there and people are getting to know who you are as well as your brand. For those who are in a corporate sector, there's different ERGs, like I mentioned earlier. The ERGs stand for employee resource groups. You can network within your company. So it doesn't necessarily have to be your discipline that you're in, but actually outside and by networking, you never uh, you never know where your job opportunities could come from because a lot of people say they get their jobs through networking. Another form of networking can be um, 
you know, word of mouth, people could refer you to someone else. So I think that's secondary networking, which is very, which is very key because that's how a lot of opportunities come into fruition. So there's various forms of networking, but you definitely should be creative when it comes to networking. And if you're shy, because I would tell you to think of ways to get outside of the box where you're still able to embrace your introvert self, but then you are pulling out your extroverted tendencies, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Wow. So Genesis, Tell everyone where they can find you and your amazing resources and all this stuff that you are on fire for, girl. Oh, okay. So I am on Facebook at Genesis Amaris Kemp, and that's G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, and Kemp, K-E-M-P. I have a book page on there, which is Chocolate Drop in Corporate America. You can also email me at genesisamariskemp at gmail.com. And I am on Instagram under my other brand, which is at lady, L-A-D-Y, D as in Deborah Richardson, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N. And I will definitely give all this information to um, Queen so she can make sure you guys can reach me. And then my book is available on amazon.com the paperback is $13 so the price you will pay for fast food or less and the kindle version is $2.99 so very affordable so I would love for you to grab a copy and also leave me a transparent I'm going to say that one more time a transparent review on amazon.com I don't want no, I don't want no fakeness. Let's be real because that's going to help me improve as a writer and actually um, see what you think about the book. And this book is for any and everyone, despite the controversial title, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America. If um, you look at an image of my book, you could definitely see on the cover, there's people from all industries and there's people from all ethnicities letting people know that systemic racism does happen to anyone discrimination is real and then i also wanted to let people know just because you may not be in corporate america does not mean that this book won't apply to you because we have all been in a situation where we have been slighted at one point or another wow okay so okay ladies and gentlemen her information will be in the show notes so you won't miss anything but guys, she gave us prices, breakdowns, and let you know it is the price of what you would buy, pay for lunch, okay? So you guys <laughs> have no excuse. And guys, the Kindle version is $2. Like, count with me, one, two. Like, really? Come on. If you don't want a paperback, you can definitely get the Kindle version, and just make it count. And she did say she needs those reviews. You guys know we're always talking about reviews and how important they are. So yes, definitely guys, leave a review when you buy the book. Genesis, it has been amazing having you. Oh my gosh. I I am just like, I am floored. I, I literally am floored. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. 
thank you so much. I really appreciate um, being on the show and um, it was just great just sharing my, my journey with you all and just taking time out of your day because I know we're all busy, but I definitely want to encourage you all to stay with it and think about my three R's. They are refuel, refocus, and realign and make sure you achieve your dreams and don't let other people um, cause you to miss out on your opportunities because the race that you're on is your race. And when you start to compare yourself to others, you get sidetracked. So make sure you stay determined and you keep on going because someone needs um, to see what you have to offer. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Didn't I tell you that this girl is on fire oh my goodness so guys check out her page check out her social media all of her information will be in the show notes and if you need to reach out to her please do if you need to reach out to me to find out how you can get in more in contact with her please let me know and guys don't forget to leave a review or a like or anything on your favorite podcasting platform. Or if you just want to reach out and say, hey, Queen Pin, you know, you can do that via Anchor, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. What's up, everybody? This is Dee Watkins, host of the Unfiltered Views podcast. You are now tuned in to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen.